We arrive today at, at layer three, um, which is uh, all about character. It's looking at, uh, so, so what we're trying to do is as we peel back the layers, we're going deeper down into what makes us who we are. Um, and character is a layer. The third layer is, is the, I suppose, is the last of the, what I describe as the public layers um, that people will see. So as you meet people, um, as you get to know them, then you begin to know more and more things about them. So preferences at the top, interests, um, likes and dislikes. Um, the second layer we, we see quite quickly is what are they passionate about? What are they skilled at doing? What do they do? So what is your job? All those kind of things fit into the skills bracket. But then when we get to character, it's a little bit more hidden, but still obvious to people that when you encounter people in, in work or in social circles, you begin to suss out what someone's character is quite quickly. Um, you can do anyway with certain people. Depending on what they present in those scenarios, you will suss out someone's character quite quickly. Um, so today is all about understanding character and where we'll land with this is, is trying to look at uh, what God can do with that and how we can look to grow and develop that but ultimately how we can understand character a bit more for each of ourselves uh, so let's just quickly pray Father God I pray you would um, speak to each of us as we um, open this subject of character uh, God, we have, we have all been um, made a certain way because of all sorts of things that have happened in our lives. And I pray that as we, um, as we look at this topic, um, that you begin to reveal to each of us the kind of things that are key uh, in our identity and the kind of things that you can uh, strengthen in us uh, and also maybe, um, maybe help work with us um, to improve and develop in our lives. So just uh, guide us this morning. Amen. Okay, so how do we begin to understand character? Well, if we look in the dictionary, the dictionary says this, the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual, uh, which sounds a little bit deep. Uh, the Collins Dictionary says this, the character of a person or place consists of all the qualities that they have that make them distinct from other people or places. And sometimes when you uh, look through dictionary definitions, it gives different examples. And in, uh, in the Collins Dictionary, it talks about uh, an example where you talk about characters with, with someone who is a good character and someone who is a bad character. And it says this, your character is your personality, especially how reliable and honest you are. If someone is of good character, they are reliable and honest. If they are, ba- if they are of bad character, they are unreliable and dishonest. Now, when we look at character as a whole, it's much bigger than just personality. But we're beginning to understand what it is, and we, we can quite quickly probably think of examples where we've come across people where their character has shone through pretty quickly, whether that's in a good way or in a bad way. Often in a bad way, we see it even quicker, because we'll meet people and just go, man, what were they on? That was weird, or that was, that was, that was bizarre. But character is something that really does go a long way to, uh, to shaping someone's identity and to, to defining someone's identity. But what kind of things do we associate with character when we think about it? It's things like personality, uh, someone's nature, um, their disposition, uh, their temperament, their mentality, their psychology, so the way they think. Uh, their integrity is a really big thing. Uh, their reputation is often... All of this stuff is, is kind of all mixed up in this ball of what is character? How do we define character? 
And when we think about this this phrase of discipleship is becoming who Jesus would be if he was you, um, when we think about Jesus's character, he was um, he was quite stunning as a person. When we think about words like um, uh, like integrity, temperament, mentality, think about the way Jesus would operate. He wasn't just some. Sometimes we paint a picture of Jesus where he just seems to be some kind of floaty, slightly distant figure who, who's just so nice and kind that that we can never relate to him. But when we look at the stories of what he does, when he stands up to people, he questions people, he answers difficult questions, he throws back scenarios and and kind of sometimes catches people out with with alternative answers. He was compassionate. He'd show um, an amazing kind of uh, ability to pick out the person who was isolated or or victimised and stand with them. This this kind of character, actually, when we look about what kind of character would we like to be, the character of Jesus is exactly the kind of thing we would look to emulate because um, he embodies all of the, the most positive expressions of those things, personality, nature, disposition, temperament, mentality, psychology, integrity, reputation, all of these different kind of things. He wasn't a pushover. He was a revolutionary in a lot of ways. And, and if, you see, if you look at um, how he did his life, so often he was prepared to be the one person who'd stand up and challenge the religious folk of the day, who were the people who were in charge of the laws and the way everything should work. He'd stand up and challenge them because he'd go, this isn't right. What about these people? What about that? So it's not about someone who's just really passive and just really easy, easy to uh, to kind of convince and and you can get away with anything with Jesus because he's just so loving and kind. Um, actually, he'd be prepared to stand up when the time was right, but but also stand up for the person when everyone stood against them um, when they needed someone to stand with them. So. If we wanted to see a, a kind of a beacon of how we can we can um, do character well, Jesus is the ultimate example. And I suppose the bigger question is, what kind of character are you? When you look at your own life, um, it's a funny question because if you are someone who actually is of bad character, you're probably not very good at answering that question because you may not see <laughs> the flaws uh, in those kind of things. Uh, yes, I, I, don't, I think I'm someone who doesn't have any integrity. I don't think um, someone of bad character would have necessarily the perspective to be able to see those kind of things. And if you were someone who actually is of good character, maybe you're not the kind of person who'd go, yeah, I've always found myself someone who's really got lots of integrity and is really just generally really humble. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't really go. So the question, is almost a non-question it's about reflection okay it's, it's not about how are you going to answer this it's about reflecting um on actually who you are and beginning to understand some of the core things that 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 drive you and the problem is that's an easier question to ask about other people what kind of character are they and you can look at people that you've encountered in your life and say actually that person has very little integrity and that's why I struggle with them because I can't trust them and I feel like sometimes they're unreliable or they're dishonest whereas you can look at people who who you feel really safe around and go actually they are a great person because of this 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 and this they make me feel this way I know I can trust them I know they're honest and they have integrity in the way that they operate and you can see that well but it's difficult to um, ascertain that that same kind of um, perspective on ourselves. 
I suppose the bigger question is to look at what forms our character. And that's, I suppose, what I want us to be able to take away from today. Being able to understand the kind of things that have formed the character that we have and then understanding what we do with that. So, to me, one character is quite a complex thing. But one of the key things that, that forms our character, for me, is experience. That what you experience in life is probably one of the main factors that, that forms and shapes our character. So things like your upbringing, uh, your friendships, your relationships, the challenges that you go through in life, the disappointments that you experience, and maybe even the mistakes that you make, all of these things begin to shape your character and change who you are when these things happen. Uh, and what we, what we actually will do is as we go deeper into identity, so the next lot of layers um, is looking at some of these things that have happened in your life that have shaped your character. So as I said um, a couple of weeks ago, we're doing this whole process in reverse. So when we get to the end of this, we'll look back and put it in the right order and we'll see how everything has, has impacted the next layer, the next layer, the next layer. But, but we're not going to go into those details today, but it is your experience often that will shape your character more than anything else. So how you were brought up, the friendships and relationships you have, the challenges you've been through, the disappointments that you've faced, and maybe some of the mistakes that you've made. But when we look at the Bible, um, the Bible talks um, quite effectively about character. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of, of um, translations of the same passage. One's a bit longer and one's a bit shorter. But if we look at Romans 5, chapter, uh, chapter 5, verses 1 to 5, this is what it says. Uh, this is a New Living Translation. It says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith... We have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character um, strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know uh, how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. The NIV takes that, uh, I think it's verse four, and says this, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope. So when the Bible talks about character, it's clearly looking at um, the thing that produces character is being able to effectively navigate some of these difficult things. So character is formed and developed and shaped by our experiences. And that's both in a, in a positive way and a negative way. If I think about um, my life, I would say um, my journey, my kind of journey into adulthood and through adulthood is, is been completely like that. It's been about being shaped it's quite interesting to look at the, the major experiences that have begun to really shape me and, and in lots of situations have broken me. Uh, and I think that's, that's the case for me. Life experiences have broken me. And that's not just a general feeling of sadness. 
Um, because that that stuff, going through difficult things that make you feel sad, that stuff does shape your character. But actually, sometimes it's it's tragedy or heartbreak, the, the big things that you go through that begin to kind of shock your life and jolt your life into um, into this state of brokenness and you realise that, that things are quite difficult. Um, and I suppose one of the, the interesting things is whether, whether I think about my, my brother dying in a car crash when I was 23, I think it was, or um, watching my dad um, slowly deteriorate with multiple sclerosis um, over, the, over the years... Um, and other other family members pass away. All these different kind of things. It's not about kind of. Um, I suppose it's not about looking at these things and saying, oh, "Oh, look how difficult my life was." But understanding that navigating these things changes your perspective on reality. That sometimes when things difficult happen, we have this challenge, don't we? Do we just get frustrated and angry with God because things haven't worked out? Or do we ask him to help us on that journey? Um, I think back to when we we lost three different babies, um, had three different miscarriages, those kind of things. The, the turmoil and the difficulty of how do I process what's actually going on in life? Because when life's normal... It just carries on. Momentum carries on. Pace carries on. But when something comes in to invade that momentum or that peace uh, or just that normality of life, the invasion of tragedy or, or disappointment or heartbreak really does cause you to, to have this crisis at times and say, actually, what do, uh, what do I think of God? How do I do life with God and carry on uh, moving forward with him? Uh, and the reality for me it, it was it was it was a challenging time and, and I suppose for me it became about navigating those times became about learning how do I put life back together after these things have happened and how do I begin to move forward often people talk about use words when you've been through something difficult use words like you've just got to learn to deal with it and, and to me deal with it is never the right word because if I deal with something, then it's gone. And, and when you've been through something tragic that has affected you and impacted you and, and, and hurt you, and it becomes a scar or, or, a, or a, a, a bruise or whatever it might be, it's understanding that that is just something that you then carry moving forward. And sometimes people will say, oh, we need to get rid of those things because we need to be free. We need to be back to, to who God's always intended us to be. I don't look at things like that. I look at it and think, actually, the difficulties that I've been through and the, the challenges that I've been through, they reshape me into a new shape. And one of the problems people have when they're close to you and you go through something difficult is often people will have this moment where they're kind of trying to help you and support you and love you through your, your pain and your suffering, your difficulty. But in a way, sometimes there's this pressure that people are waiting for you to go back to normal. But what they don't realise is that normal is gone because you've got a new shape now and your new shape looks different from the old one and sometimes people are just ah, I'm just waiting for the old uh, the old Rick to come back where is it like when's he going to come back and uh, I remember um, um, Rick Warren's wife Kay Warren after they after their son committed suicide said that some of her friends even said that to her where's the old Kay 
we're waiting for her to come back. I mean, this wasn't like literally a week after. This was months after. But they were kind of going, oh, yeah, we obviously we know it's been really difficult, but we just really want the old K back. And she just went, she's never coming back. Because I can't just forget and ignore the things that have happened because this has changed me. And it's not to say she becomes miserable. Of course she doesn't become miserable. But actually, it changes your perspective on stuff because some things aren't, aren't as important anymore. I was reading a blog the other day of a guy um, called Simon Thomas who uh, was a Sky News presenter and did, uh, used to host the football. Um, his wife tragically died probably about, um, I think it's five or six months ago. Um, three days, she was diagnosed with blood cancer. Three days later, she died. And uh, her and uh, um, kind of a, a husband, Simon, and their, their young boy, um, their, their lives were kind of completely ruined. Now, he's just announced that he stepped down from working for Sky. He was presenting the Premier League football, um, and it was the pinnacle of his career, the thing that he always dreamt of doing. Um, and he felt like he'd, he'd, got, he'd got to the summit of where he wanted to be in his career. But he's just given it up. Uh, and he said, and he said, look, I've got to be honest with you, my, my zest and love for the game of football that I've always loved, it just isn't there in the same way. He said, I hope it returns. But for me, he basically said, for me, um, the idea of whether something was a penalty or not and dis- passionately discussing whether it was a penalty or not is of little importance now because my perspective is different from this stuff. And, he's, and he says, I hope I get it back. I hope I fall in love with the, the beautiful game again. He said, but for now, it's just not that important. Because he's changed shape. He's a new shape. And he's not necessarily going to go back to exactly the way he was before. And that's what we begin to understand. Um, that these experiences cause you to change shape and you take on this new shape. Um, but, but the experiences have an ability to do two things, really. They can either destroy us or they can make us better. And that's the key thing we've got to understand. If we've had things happen in our lives where it's, it's completely shaped our character, that can be a negative, or it can be quite an amazing positive that, that will really transform who we are. I would look at my life and go, I would never want to travel the paths that I have done uh, of sorrow and disappointment and suffering and those kind of things. But I'm grateful that it's made me who I am today because it has changed me, it's shaped me and... And I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be not who I am today. I, I want to be this person. So the brokenness is 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 important to who I am. But it was just really difficult to go through. And you wouldn't wish anyone to go through that, but it does uh, completely transform who you are. But it's about choosing to make the right kind of choices. And it's that thing of we get into that moment where do we discard God and say, you didn't do what I needed you to do or, or what I wanted you to do, so I can't be in a relationship with you, relationship with you any, anymore? Or do we cling to him and go, I do not understand what's happening here, but I need you to carry me through this. If we can do the bit where we ask God to help us and guide us and carry us through, then that's when we have the opportunity for it to be a strength, it to be something that can really um, transform who we are. Um, so if we can navigate uh, this stuff well, two of the positive byproducts of what we get in our character is compassion and empathy. And, and compassion and empathy are two amazing things that begin to completely transform who we are. 
what happens is we become more understanding of other people who might be going through something difficult. If you've ever had depression, you can instantly understand uh, what might be going on in someone else's life when they have a tendency to feel depressed. If you've never had depression, it's one of the hardest things to understand what is going on in someone's mind to make them feel the way they're feeling. And often that's when silly things are said, comments are made that are insensitive, because it's so difficult without empathy to know what, what someone is going through. And that's why it becomes this thing that can develop into a skill for us um, if we can use our experiences for positive um, so, so those are the two positive byproducts: compassion and empathy. Completely transform how we can uh, operate with other people. We, we get more understanding. We become more aware of of other people, of people who maybe there's a look in someone's eye, and you get a sense that something's not quite right, and you know, you 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 notice those kind of things, and as a result, we become more useful. Because more understanding, we're more aware, and we're more useful to other people because we can step in and notice when someone's flagging or someone's down or someone's low, um, or maybe just something's not quite right. And then the moment they tell you the kind of things that are going on, if you've had a similar experience, man, that empathy just completely changes the atmosphere of that conversation because it's all about solidarity. You can stand with them because you understand, you know how they feel. And the moment someone says to you, I know, I know a bit how you feel, this was my story, the load instantly gets lighter on that person because you're able to share it with them. But what if um, you look at all of this character stuff and say, I struggle with my character. You asked the question earlier, what is your character? Um, and I struggle with it because I know there's parts of me that aren't great. Uh, and you might look at it and, and begin to look at your character and say, well, for me, I look at what's happened in my life and I'm just too damaged. Things that have happened that have damaged me and, and my character is flawed because of the damage that I've been through. You might look at it and say, I've always been this way. From, from uh, my whole identity, I've always been this way and I can't imagine ever being anything different. You might look at it and go, I could never change. This is just who I am. Or you might look at it and say, if you knew um, what has made me like this, you'd understand why my character is the way that it is. And I suppose the, the challenge we then have is, do we just accept it that that's the way we are? Or can we get to a point where we can make a change in our character? We can understand that, that experiences can change our character and we can choose to invite God into those, even historical things. We can choose to, to invite God into that and say, what can you do to transform and change my character and help me become stronger through dealing with this stuff with you and, and, and kind of navigating this stuff with you? The great thing with God is there's always an option to make a positive change. God loves us just as we are. Whatever has gone on in your life or whoever you are, whatever makes you up to be the person you are today, God loves us just as we are. We're enough. But the great thing is um, he'll always encourage us um, to grow and to develop and to change because he doesn't want to leave us just as we've always been. He sees the potential in us, sees the goldness and wants to help bring that out. If we can invite him into that process, then it's, it's quite an amazing thing. And the whole idea of how could we actually change our character, for me, is, is quite um, on topic at the minute, because um, I'm doing a, with work, I'm doing a project with a friend of mine called Roger, uh, who's absolutely amazing. Um, he's a, a brilliant psychologist, and um, 
he's um, he's written a course which is all based around aligning faith and character uh, from a psychological perspective and looking at some of the key uh, things that make up our character and define our character and how if we work on them, we can begin to develop our character and change it. So the idea is that he'll do some, uh, he'll do some input uh, each week in this course uh, and then there'll be, um, there'll be an opportunity to, to, to practice something um, each day um, um, of that week to try and develop certain character traits and it's looking at things like um, uh, your ability your, your kind of ability and your approach to things like learning um, hope, love, forgiveness gratitude, humour, persistence curiosity, all of these kind of things, if we can begin to uh, address those things and look at how we can develop them and, and enhance those things in our lives and then actually we can change as people our character can be developed uh, and and it's not a case of you have to develop every single one of them to be better it might just be a certain ones that you can concentrate some time and energy on developing and and we can see our characters uh, change uh, and grow as a result so is it possible to change of course it is of course it's possible to change it's just a case of of taking the time and choosing to work on developing those kind of things so when we think about character it's important to know that that it's not over we can change there's an opportunity for us to develop that and when we think about identity your character is so key and fundamental to who you are because all of the things that have happened in your life have have contributed to who you are today and have shaped you into the person that you are. Um, that can always be enhanced and developed. And if, if there's things that aren't good in that, it can change. So as we kind of peel back more layers, we'll begin to see, um, we'll begin to see some of the things that have actually done that shaping process to make our character the way it is today. And I suppose my prayer for us is that we can begin to work on some of those things as we as we bring as we shine a torch on some of the things that have shaped our character and brought us to where we are today. Uh, we can work on some of those things, um, and the idea that that we can become um, who Jesus would be if He was us becomes more and more possible as we as we do shine a light on the different things that have that have made us who we are. So. Um, there may be things in our lives that that we can instantly identify and say i know that is a thing um, that can be improved or developed or worked on i would just encourage you from today to really begin to uh, dialogue that stuff with god chat through uh, that stuff with god and invite him into that stuff because often we compartmentalize our lives and the difficult things will often lock away in a cupboard and go God doesn't need to be involved in that because that's just ugly and that's just difficult and that's too painful and too hard to work on. My encouragement to you is to open that cupboard up and allow God to be a part of that because there's no doubt in my mind that if, that if God is involved and a part of these different things, the, the, the things that have made us who we are, um, then he can transform that and he can, uh, he can make it so much better. So... That's identity layer three, character, the importance of it, 
um, and understanding how it has worked for us, the things that have led um, and contributed to the person we are today. So let's just quickly pray um, and then we'll finish. Father God, thank you um, that you love us just as we are, that, that as we sit here today, whatever it is that has made us who we are, uh, whether it's things that we're proud of or ashamed of, God, anything that is in our lives, we are enough for you. Mm-hmm. I thank you for that truth. Um, and as we sit and, and maybe reflect this week on some of the things that have, have shaped us over the years, God, I pray that you would begin to nudge the things that you want to uh, work on and develop in our lives. And God, we wouldn't feel like we're isolated and alone in this stuff, that we'd understand that, that we're all in this same scenario. It'll be different things for different people, but we've all got stuff that we can improve and develop. And I pray as we begin to, to look at stuff that you would highlight the areas of our lives that, that you know you can change and develop. And I just pray that you would... Um, begin to take us on a journey of, uh, of improving those things because God we do want to be um, who Jesus would be if he was us and I pray you just help us to become that Amen, Amen. Amen.